Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, April 25th, and we have completed week 16 of 2022. I would like to take this opportunity to thank all the listeners. We really do appreciate you tuning in and cannot thank you enough. If you have not already done so, be sure to leave a review of how this podcast helps you in the podcast player that you're using. We would love to hear your opinions and thoughts. And if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to tell someone else about it. We think that they'll appreciate it as well. Now, let's get to the headlines. A positive step for gender equality in the aviation industry as LL Airlines names Dina Bental Ganassia as the first female CEO. Having worked for the Israeli flag airline for 14 years, she brings a wide range of experience, including over a year as VP of Commercial and Industry Affairs. The decision is considered to be a surprising one, given LL's previous management style. She will succeed a CEO who has just resigned from the position last month after just over a year. Bentel is one of the few managers to have retained a position at LL following its change of control and restructuring in 2020. As reported, she is considered an experienced veteran with strong ties to the airline and the aviation industry. Face masks will no longer be required on planes and other forms of public transportation after a federal judge in Florida on Monday ruled against the federal mask mandate and the White House shortly after said it will no longer enforce it while it's still under review. The ruling is the first lawsuit filed against the mandate to successfully get a ruling against the CDC's mask rules that have been in place since February 2021. In the ruling, the U.S. District Judge wrote that the mandate exceeded the CDC's authority and because it is not with accordance to the law. However, the U.S. Justice Department, DOJ, on Wednesday said it will be appealing the ruling by the federal judge that lifted the mask mandate. The Justice Department said earlier in the week that it will only appeal if the CDC asked for it. And that's exactly what happened. The CDC asked the DOJ to appeal the ruling in order to protect CDC's public health authority beyond an ongoing assessment last week. The U.S. Federal Aviation Administration is making permanent its zero-tolerance policy against unruly travelers. Behaving dangerously on a plane will cost you, and that's a promise, according to the FAA Administrator. The FAA implemented the policy on January 13, 2021, after what it called a significant increase in unruly passenger incidents. Under the policy, the FAA issues fines to passengers for behavior instead of writing letters or referrals for counseling. In February, the FAA referred 80 passengers to the FBI. The agency is also working with the TSA to revoke TSA pre-check from those passengers who are fined by the FAA. Earlier this month, the FAA proposed the largest ever fines against two passengers in the amount of over $81,000 and the second passenger over $77,000. According to a new report released by the American Hotels and Lodging Association, U.S. hotels are expected to earn $20 billion less in business travel revenue in 2022 than in 2019. Hotels have said that they've already lost $108 billion in 2020 and 2021 combined due to the pandemic's impact on corporate travel. While leisure travel is expected to return to pre-pandemic levels this year, business travelers, which the hotel industry's largest source of revenue, will take significantly longer to recover. Many urban markets have relied heavily on business from meetings and events and have been disproportionately impacted by the pandemic. 
Among them are San Francisco and New York City, which are projected to, at the end of the year, to be down 68% and 55% respectively, below 2019 levels. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. Singapore will remove most remaining COVID-19 restrictions starting on April 26 in response to the decline in new daily infections. The measure includes removing limits on group sizes, allowing the full return of employees to workplaces, and scrapping a requirement for vaccinated travelers to take a COVID test before departing for Singapore. Thailand also said that it will remove a requirement for passengers arriving who are vaccinated to undergo a test and brief quarantine upon arrival. Visitors are encouraged to perform self-tests during their stay instead of the current test-and-go scheme where travelers must be isolated in a hotel while awaiting for the result of the test on arrival. The new measure follows the removal last month of the pre-departure test requirement. After months of warning all travelers to avoid a long list of countries because of very high COVID-19 levels, the CDC has removed all countries from its do-not-travel list. The federal agency on Monday removed 89 countries from its do-not-travel list. The highest level 4 designation will now be reserved for special circumstances, reflecting a dangerous spike in COVID-19 cases. While the level 4 list at one point included well over 100 countries, there is no longer any level 4 countries left. Face masks will no longer be required on planes and other forms of public transportation. A number of industry names, including the U.S. Travel Association and almost all major airlines, including American, Delta, JetBlue, and United, welcome the news removing their own face mask mandates that had been installed during the pandemic. While so many travels will be greeted by a completely different airport experience this week, some will not because even with the move from the White House, face masks will still be required at some of the most heavily trafficked U.S. airports. British Airways and Virgin Atlantic have removed the requirement to wear masks on board flights to the U.S. Both U.K.-based airlines responded to the U.S. judge on Monday striking down the federal requirement that travelers must wear masks on commercial aircraft and its airports. Following the ruling, the U.S. TSA said it will no longer enforce the federal mandate requiring masks on board. Twenty twenty two will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. S seven Airlines has temporarily left the One World Alliance as a result of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The Russian airline posted a statement on its website advising that due to the restriction of international flights, the business interaction between S seven Airlines and the One World Alliance has been significantly reduced. In this situation, S7 Airlines and One World made the joint decision from April 19, 2022, to suspend the agreement. The airline also noted that miles can continue to be earned on Qatar Airways flights, but the ability to use them to purchase tickets is temporarily unavailable. Lyft has signed an agreement to acquire bike-sharing technology specialist PBSC Urban Solutions. Terms of the deals have not been disclosed, but the acquisition of the Canada-based company is expected to double the size of Lyft's current micro-mobility offering. PBSC has built up 7,500 stations and 95,000 bikes across 15 countries since 2008. The statement adds that the two companies will work together on sustainable modes of transportation. Spirit Airlines will engage in discussions with JetBlue about the latter's unsolicited bid to acquire the low-cost airline. Spirit also said that JetBlue's $3.6 billion offer could reasonably be likely to lead to a superior proposal than Spirit's planned merger with Frontier Airlines. According to the merger agreement with Spirit, which Frontier filed in February, U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission's Frontier can walk away from the merger if its board determined that it has received a superior proposal and pays Frontier $94 million in cash. 
And now in news relating to the return to travel. Clear, the secure identity company that lets users skip security lines at airports and other big venues, has officially reached 12 million enrollees. The company, which was founded in 2010, uses biometrics to allow a person to be identified by their iris or fingerprint along with their boarding pass or ticket. Members are able to go through security lines at a separate entrance, which significantly cuts their wait time. Members going through some airports, including Orlando International Airport, can also make a reservation, further expedite their wait time. Clear works differently than TSA's PreCheck. Clear gets members through the travel document check processes at the airport, while PreCheck gets members through the physical screening process even faster. European aviation traffic has now recovered to more than 80% of 2019 levels, according to the latest data from air traffic management organization Eurocontrol. The aviation body said that the network traffic in the past week has reached 82.5% of 2019 levels, with growth being particularly driven by low-cost airlines Ryanair and Wizz Air. Ryanair is the continent's top airline operator with an average of almost 3,000 flights per day in the week of April 18th. This represents a 10% rise the same week three years ago. The rest of the top 10 European airlines are still below their 2019 flight levels, with major airlines Lufthansa, British Airways, Air France, KLM, and SAS all operating at least 20% fewer services than in April 2019. A new Deloitte report has highlighted a lack of corporate appetite for alternative accommodations like Airbnb. It seems that the phenomena may have just had a short-term affair, as just 9% of surveyed companies had non-hotel lodging in their corporate booking tools. For leisure travelers, the adoption of non-hotel lodging has increased. More people are getting used to it, and they're liking it. For business travel, it's a little different. There is the usual issue around booking tool connectivity and risk factors, but perhaps more critically, employees tend to miss out on loyalty points that can go towards their next vacation. In a sign of the resilience and the recovery of the travel industry, Air Canada last week carried more than 100,000 passengers in a single day for the first time since early in the pandemic. Air Canada, which had total passenger loads as low as 2,100 in April 2020, carried over 100,000 on April 1st, a major milestone not just for the airline, but also for the Canadian and international travel industry in general. Even with the good news, there's still room to go for the recovery. Air Canada averaged nearly 150,000 flights daily in 2019, with a single passenger load record of 187,000 in August of 2019. <laughs> And now in some technology news. Yatra, which is India's leading corporate travel services provider and one of India's leading online travel agencies, today announced the launch of a meta search tool on their corporate travel booking tool platform. This easy-to-use tool can help in reducing the friction and bridge the gap that currently exists between search and booking of flights and hotels. With the implementation of this option, large corporations who have multiple vendor partners will be able to search across those vendors and display the best options for their employees in a single screen along with rates directly contracted by the corporations with airlines and hotels. Agency has developed a new suite of APIs designed to make it easier for companies to share travel and expense data through their internal business systems. The APIs are designed to connect the various teams within a company that need to work with the travel team, finance, HR, and security, for example, to travel data and expense data without the cumbersome and time-consuming processes that it takes to enter and share and reconcile the data. Among the available APIs are user management APIs for single sign-on and user synchronization, expense APIs with data including expense, bookings, receipts, and approvals. 
Agency has also launched a developer center for the APIs as a resource for IT departments working on integrations with Agencia's platform. Now in news about sustainable travel. United Airlines Corporate Venture Capital Fund and Oxy Low Carbon Ventures have partnered with biotech firm Samvita Factory to commercialize the production of sustainable aviation fuel. United Airlines Ventures also announced it was making an equity investment in Samvita Factory, which is a subsidiary of Occidental. Together, the venture companies will fund development work at Samvita to convert carbon dioxide into hydrocarbons for SAF. Airline giant Lufthansa Group, along with Germany's major airports, have warned that the EU's current climate protection package will be a disadvantage for European aviation. Lufthansa, along with Frankfurt Airport and Munich Airport, said that the European Commission's Fit for 55 initiative would mean a unilateral cost increase for European network airlines and hubs. Fit for 55, which launched in July 2021, includes the introduction of a tax on kerosene, tightening the emissions trading systems, and obliging fuel suppliers to blend increasing levels of sustainable aviation fuel at EU airports. While Lufthansa and the two airports said that they will all support EU's ambition climate protection goals, this has to be done in a way that ensures a level playing field for all, including airlines and airports outside of Europe. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. (laughs) 